Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So uh, there's movies, games, TV. Um, I'm sure I'll be talking a little bit about lockdown, unfortunately. And um, yeah, something from the week. Hopefully not lockdown related, but I can't promise anything. If you're uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, I'm sure you've subscribed. I'm sure you've got those notifications clicked, haven't you? And because you have, you can then go and tell other people about how wonderful uh, the CookieCast brand is and get them to subscribe as well. Cool. Cheers for that. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Swear down that laptop thinks it was a jet engine in a previous life. Yep, I moved the microphone and now I'm moving it again. What of it? Why is this all the way out here? You know, these are the things you're supposed to do before you click the record button, but I'm unconventional, that's what I am. Hello. Um might be a little bit different this week. That loud. Looks loud. Is it loud? Who knows? Anyway. Might be a little bit different this week. Um, it's different already because... I... It's Monday. It's not, it's not like it's not Monday. Um... Making some adjustments on the fly. That looks a little better. A little is is a little. Oh, now it looks too small. Oh, Jesus. It's all over the ship. You see, there are times when I don't want to see it. Like now, because it's distracting me. There are times when I do want to see it. Like, you know, when it shuts itself down. Um, right. So it's Monday. It's not like it's not Monday. Um, I'm drinking... Uh, Oh, that's precarious. Note to self, take five extra minutes next time to set up the area. Why is this so low? How's that? Can you still hear me? I mean, this is riveting. Mmm. Mmm. Ugh. I haven't had one for a little while. Um... Cold coffee, if you needed to know, or couldn't guess. A little bit different, so basically, today was fine, um, and then right at the end it wasn't. Uh, so yeah, I had to completely change my plans for the evening, plans being, finish work, sort child, uh, podcast, workout and the rest um, however I read something did I read something did I hear something I might have heard it I might have read it about centering yourself um, at points in time centering yourself so I already knew what I needed to do so I'm just wiping the sweat 
from my brow because I've already done my workout. Um, yeah, more about that later. Um, gonna be a little bit different today. Um, I'm having a bit of a I don't know what to call it. I, um, it's one of those, yes, we're still in lockdown. The lockdown has been eased. I find that nobody really knows what that means. The general population believe that means, oh, we're back to normal. Uh, I'm hearing a lot about businesses that are returning to normal and stuff, things like that. Uh, I believe you can buy coffee again. Um, meh, take from that what you want. Um, we're, I believe, you know, we're still in lockdown. I am still operating exactly the same as I was. Um, I don't know, 80 to 90% of the time I'm probably in the house. And then I leave the house for various reasons. Um, so nothing really, nothing much has changed for me. Um, so that's that. However... That is not COVID, by the way. Um, however, at a time where I would normally be like, oh, and I went out and I went to the shops and people, um, I've got one thing to say. I've just, uh, I've just remembered I have one thing to say regarding this whole deal. Uh, but I really don't want to dwell on it for long. I want to get off this. Um, outside of that, that's it. We're going to get straight into the meat um, and see if this works better for people. I don't know. I'm feeling a bit... I'm trying to get the get the podcast right. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. Uh, let's see how it goes. Before I get started, one thing I'm going to do. Oh, a little drinky. Hmm. I haven't had one all day. Ooh. I'll tell you something, that is good. I could tell you a very long-winded story about why I haven't been drinking cold coffee as much. Um, but I'm not going to. So there. So, um, I had to take the cat to the vets. This is a this is a theme. Um, it was very much one of those. So the cat has had this eye problem, um, and he had some medicine, some painkillers, and some cream for his eye. Everything was going fine, going great, going wonderful. Next thing, I'm like, "Whoa, what's going on with that cat's eye?" And it was like, everything was fine, and then a couple of days passed, and his eye was bad. Um, so, it's like, okay, right, need to get this cat looked at. So, uh, event, you know, the, the vet has been very much, send us a picture, send us a picture, send us a picture, uh, to the point that they were like, yeah, we need to see him. Um, and... At this time, da, 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 things I'm getting tired of saying. Um, it was you can't go to your normal vets. You have to go to a different vet. Um, you got to go over the other side of town. It was on a day that I was working. 
Um, so it was like, tell everybody that needs to know, I've got to take the cat to the vet. So, get to the time. I'm looking at my ta- I'm looking at my watch. That's a lie. Don't wear a watch anymore. I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, right. I got to get to the other side of town. Um, but we're essentially still in lockdown. This was on Thursday last week, and the lockdown was eased, quote unquote, eased on Wednesday. Uh, I'm like, I've got to get to the other side of town. Traffic shouldn't be bad. I will give more than enough time, which is 20 minutes. I will stick the cat in the car, drive across the town, go to the vet, drop them. Um, at this point in time, is it going to be a surprise that apparently 20 minutes was not long enough to get across town because of the traffic jam? Ah, that was fun took me it was like nearly 10 minutes the other side and five minutes but i spent 10 minutes on the same road because the travel lights at the top of that road are notoriously bad and there was traffic all the way down the road there's traffic you know so this gave me the opportunity to sit in traffic and observe. Now a little while ago I'd seen a picture and it was like a, a cartoon picture. It was uh it said if you wear your mask like this and it was a picture a cartoon drawing of somebody with their mask underneath their nose um then the next panel was it's the equivalent of wearing your pants like this and it was a picture of somebody's sort of lower midsection with their pants at a certain level and a small tiny penis drawn sticking over the top of the pants ha 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 hilarious <clears throat> i'm like I presume this is like a, a comment on the way things are right now. People aren't wearing masks properly, kind of very much in the region of why, you know, why bother? And I suppose it's the illusion of being seen to bother. Um, oh, how silly that is. You know, all that sort of stuff. I hadn't been out much at that point and we were still in lockdown and da 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 da. So I'm sitting in traffic and I'm seeing people and I was like, Oh, I, I get it now. Um, what what that cartoon is referring to is every single person out and about who's wearing a mask is wearing the mask below their nose. I mean. Why? It, 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 it's just, I, so I, I raised this point and was informed that it's difficult to breathe with the mask on. And I'm like, okay, is it harder to breathe with the mask on or if you have coronavirus? 
it, you know, I want to say, oh, you know, most people I saw were were wearing masks. Most people I saw were wearing masks, and they were wearing them correctly. No, most people I saw were pretending to wear masks whilst completely defeating the object of the mask. So yeah, um, if if you're at all interested in the rest of the cat to the vet story. Um, it's, it's, such, it's such a strange thing, you know, you've got to leave the cat on the doorstep kind of thing and back away whilst you, whilst they take it and the, and you've already explained what's happening. And then they go away and they come back and they're like, you know, you, um, we don't really know what it is, but here's some drops. And if they don't work, we're going to embrace yourself for this one. We're going to scrape his eyeball. Yep, yep, yep. I'm like, cool, let's go. Um, if I could go back in time, when somebody said to me, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, I want to be a vet. Because although I have to stay at university for three years, I can charge people for absolutely everything. Everything. Uh, hi there, I've picked up the phone, you owe me money. Uh, you want my opinion? Whew, get your checkbook out. Uh, you want to come and see me? Whew, you better bring a big bag of money. Yeah. Um, I've, I've been saying it for years and years and years, but you are very much paying their university uh, student loans. That was it. Student loans. So there we go. Um, I've got on my list here 3D pen. I've done no 3D pen. Uh, me and my eldest sat for a long time. Um, we got this, um, it's like a rubber mat, but it's got loads of uh, like grooves in it, like straight lines and squares and circles and triangles. Um, it's designed for use with a 3D pen. You can just run the 3D pen along, boom, straight line. Or you can go round, ooh, it's a circle. Uh, you can, you know, make a triangle. You know, you get the idea. It's designed for making things you know it's it's kind of hard to do a straight line it's kind of hard to do a circle freehand this you know takes away some of that um so me and my eldest sat for ages because she'd worked out that she could use the mat and use the grooves on the mat to make rings so she was using the triangles to make like the top and then the circles to make the rings She was getting me to help her with like the sizing for the ring and stuff. Um, so yeah, that was that was good fun. But I personally haven't done any three D pen. I imagine that is a remnant from last week. Um, every time I come up here and I, and I sit down to do a podcast, I'm like, really must get on and finish the uh, the cover for the mixer. I've got three of the four sides. Um, yeah, need to get that done. Uh, tomorrow maybe is that when I do my tomorrow maybe um, right that's that so we're straight into uh, into the list I've got some bits and bobs um, 
it, the reason that I say that it's a, a way, I, I didn't want to get bogged down with the lockdown stuff, and there really isn't all that much else going on these days. Um, <clears throat> the TV series I'm watching is old. Um, I watched a documentary. I watched a film. We need to get in. We need to talk about this film because, uh, um, yeah, let's just let's just let's get cracking. Uh, I'm watching Breaking Bad. Uh, I know that's not news. Um, I finished the second series. I'm in, I'm well into the third series um, at this point in time, and. Man, I, I know I said it last week. Uh, I just very much want to reiterate. Um, man, series two is really, really slow. Uh, it sort of it amps up quite a lot at the uh, at the back end. Uh, the way a lot of TV shows, American TV shows, whatever you want to call it, or the way a lot of TV shows generally go. Um, you know, they want you to tune into the next series. The last couple of episodes are very intense. But Series 2 of Breaking Bad, not a lot really happens. Um, I've had various conversations. I've done podcast. I've done not specific podcasts, but I've had conversations on podcasts about the second series of Breaking Bad, I was trying to encourage uh, Edward Dench to um, get stuck into um, the, th- the third series, move past the second series, get into the third series. Um, I am now in the third series, and it's a whole, it's a whole other world. I have I've, I've very vivid memories of... Um, watching series three and I just binged the whole thing from series three to the end. I binged the lot. Um it's amazing to see like almost like callbacks, you know, we've got stuff that's coming back from series one, we've got stuff that's coming back from the second series, we've got stuff that it, that's basically it's setting itself up for the future, you know, all the way through to I was saying uh I was saying today, I was saying to land today. This stuff is being set up all the way through to what I presume is the movie. Um, one of the amazing things that Breaking Bad does so well is is its planning. Um, you know, it's very much uh, it's in it for the long haul. Um, I'm not going to get like I say. I don't. I said this last week. I don't feel me telling you about a program that was on a, a fair while ago and was hugely successful is really the way to go at this point in time. I'm watching it because I felt it was time and I'd been waited I've waited a long time for it to be time to watch it again. Um I will tell anybody who listened that it is hands down the best TV show that was ever made. Um and you know, we're in series three and I'm like, yeah man, it it really is. Uh, I'm I'm very much aware that um, we're going to start seeing uh, Bill Burr is going to appear at some point, um, so that's going to be cool. It's it's just it's so good. Um, did want to make a comment on? Uh, I watched an episode today that 
I remember at the time being like, that episode's amazing because it's got so, you know, it's so deep and so profound in a lot of ways. Um, and it's so well done and it's so simple. The, the, the bulk of the episode is just Walter and Jesse trapped in the lab. They're not locked in, but they've, they've trapped themselves in. It's the fly episode. They're trying to catch a fly. Um, and there's a point in time where Walter's talking about um, trying to get somebody to understand something. Um, and he says, I know somewhere out there <clears throat> there is a combination of words that I can put together to get the person he's talking about to understand. But I just can't find what that combination of words is. And that that section, that, that sort of speech always stood, stuck with me. I, I imagine we know, you know, we all know what that's like when you desperately want to explain something to someone. And you know the words exist, you just can't find the right combination of words to explain to a specific person what you actually mean. Um, powerful stuff. There are some great Breaking Bad has some amazing sort of lines or speeches or sections of dialogue like that. I can't think what they're called in like um, are they no, not monologues, but who knows? So yeah, I'm watching Breaking Bad. Um, nothing new in a lot of ways. Um, before putting Breaking Bad on today. I had this weird thing, and it was something that I wrote down. And I watched some stand-up comedy. I watched Crystal Ear. I can't tell you which one it was that I watched. I think he's got, like, three stand-up specials on Netflix. There's a, the most recent one from this year. Uh, there's Man on Fire, which might be the one before. I think this could very well be his first of the Netflix stand-up specials. I think it starts with I. Um... I have this weird thing with Crystal here, uh, that I'll happily sit and watch his stuff, but I don't laugh. And this was kind of the thing that I wanted to talk about. I took, you know, I could have watched anything today, but I put that on, knowing that there was a slim chance that I was actually going to laugh, which for stand-up is kind of the aim. And I've heard a lot of comedians that I... Um, put a lot of stock in you know, people that I like. I value their opinion. Talk about Crystal Lear, hands down, one of the best comedians out there. And I'm always like, really, because he doesn't make me laugh. But what I can say is, he does make me smile. And something that I've found is, I kind of like listening to him talk. He does a very, um, does a funny impression, um, he does this sort of voice when he's doing, like, other people, like, he'll do, like, a bro voice if he's talking about, like, talking as if it's a man, um, he does this really long sketch about a child that he interacted with, um, and I always, <laughs> I, I always wander around the house and I'm like, hey, Chris, um, 
he, so he does like these like voices are all very similar they're all sort of like they're a bit throaty um but I, I had this realization that i was like i'm putting this on because i like to listen to this guy talk um for me it's almost a bit like um like spoken word which i always found that i never really got um as much as stand-up um the stuff I feel I want to go back and revisit. Um, I, when I was like eighteen, was it? Somebody lent me some Henry Rollins tapes. Um, I was going through a, a a relationship thing, and they were like, "Oh, this really helped me when I went through a, a breakup. Maybe they'll help you." And it was spoken word. Um, but I've, I've in more recent times seen Henry Rollins do stand-up, basically. I kind of always think about that time. I think I want to go back and re-listen to the, that sort of... They were tapes, so that shows how long ago that was. Um, but yeah, I'd made a note of this to sort of talk about taking the time out to put something on to, to listen to someone talk. Um, I got this thing, you know, obviously we know at this point in time, podcasts are a huge part of my life. Um, and I'm just not, I'm just not getting through podcasts at the moment. Um, it's, I was saying this evening that I need to probably change the podcast I'm listening to. Cause I feel like I've been listening to Bill Burr for, well, I've been listening to Bill Burr for two months straight because I can't get through a pot. I get through like one a week if I'm lucky. One a bit, maybe. He records two a week. So by that math, I'll always be listening to Bill Burr. Um, so there's a possibility that I probably need to change that. But what I'm saying is, I made a note of that in this stand up that I was listening to today um he does this whole the difference between men and women um and it's something that recently has been occupying a lot of my time um i downloaded a sample of a book that i partially read previously um there's a possibility that i will buy the book um Speaking of books, the book I'm reading at the moment, um, that uh, the long way down. I think I mentioned it previously. Dark, dark and violent, real violent, like real graphic violence. Um, yeah, I was surprised about that because it, it had been going a, a certain way for for so long through this book, and the next minute it's describing like people getting the legs like broken, let's say. Um, yeah, I watched a documentary on Netflix, which is pretty much where all of my entertainment comes from. Like, you know when I'm talking, like, I'll watch the stand-up, I'll watch Breaking Bad, I'll watch... Um, the majority of stuff comes from Netflix, which is one of those. I, I feel um, Amazon's probably... Amazon Prime's a bit like... 
they're kind of dropping the ball. I haven't watched anything on Amazon in freaking ages. Just an observation. Um, so I watched that uh, Have a Good Trip Adventures in Psychedelics. Reason being, I saw a trailer for it and I had loads of um, like comedians in. Um, I'd like half the cast of The League, um, various other people, Sting, Sting's doing part of it. Um, and I wasn't entirely sure what it was going to be about. I knew it was talking about psychedelic drugs and um, like people's effects, um, little sort of people talking about it, but then doing little sketches and stuff, um, various things like that. Ultimately, it turned out to be a like a guide to doing psychedelic drugs, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, people talking openly. Um, <clears throat> obviously, in America, the laws around marijuana has relaxed massively. Um, which is always something that I'm amazed by. Um, and then it talks about there are the, you know there are these states, I believe, Denver, Colorado, Colorado is the state. Um, I believe they legalized mushrooms. Um, so there's a lot of talk around. Um, yeah, what I'm sort of getting at is people are able to talk about their use of psychedelic drugs more easily now and freely because there's less persecution, ramifications, you know, that sort of stuff. So it's a documentary. And it's basically a how-to, the do's and do-nots for taking psychedelic drugs. Um, now, at this point in time, I'm going to tell you my stories about my psychedelic drug use I'm of course joking uh, we'd be here till Christmas um, it was enjoyable like I say you know a lot of the people that were doing it were comedians um, so you know it was marginally funny um, the, the openness of people talking about their psychedelic drug use um, sort of talking about how there's a possibility that psychedelics are, um, I don't know, the answer maybe. Um, who knows? There's various talk of like all these studies. There were these studies that were shut down around psychedelic drug use to help mental health patients, to uh, help with PTSD, uh, so on and so forth. Um, I watched a documentary years, and I mean... It could be 25 years ago um, about the benefits of illegal substances. And it will always stick with me. There was a guy who was um, confined to a wheelchair because he had a condition <coughs> where um, his body was like all contorted. I think um, it was all of his muscles. Um but if he took ecstasy, he could go to a gymnasium and do, like, cartwheels and 
you know, flips and things like that, because whatever was in the ecstasy relaxed all of the muscles in his body, and it took him from being wheelchair-bound to more than able-bodied. Um, and obviously somebody like that is sort of saying, you know, we need to do work with these illegal substances to make them not illegal and make them readily available for people like me to be able to not be in such positions. There was also a guy who did heroin on the weekends. Worked Mondays, Friday, 9 till 5, had a family and stuff. But Friday night till... Sunday night, heroin. Um, so yeah, this documentary, very enjoyable, very good. Talked about um, various substances, mushrooms, peyote, uh, DMT, uh, and just all these people talking about their experience with it and um, uh, so, you know, some of the downsides. Like I say, it was basically a, like a guide. It was like a how-to how to do acid, how to do LSD sort of stuff. Uh, the do's and, do, do's and don'ts. If I'm honest, I was surprised by that. Anything that sort of come across, comes across like that could always be seen as advocating the use of these substances, which, you know, I'm surprised would be on something as mainstream as Netflix. But, you know, on the flip side, it's probably good to, you know, have a guide. Um, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, it was it was a good it was a good watch. I watched a movie. I watched a movie last night. Um, I have this thing recently. Um, about me watching stuff and then reviewing it. Um, I, watch, I sit down, watch a movie, go, oh yeah, you know, that film was good. And then, as I always say, you know, it's really difficult to review something that's good. What do you say? Oh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Your review is kind of over at that point. <clears throat> then I find myself going, oh, it was good, but... Like, I literally just reviewed that documentary that I really enjoyed... But then it's like I had to find something wrong with it. You know, am I trying to give a... To, trying to be a better reviewer by trying to find something wrong with it? Or um, trying to be more objective? Or is that just, you know, I can't leave it with it was good. The other thing is, and something that has been brought to my attention, is when I think something's bad, when I personally think something's bad... I go after it hell for leather. I'm like, it was fucking awful. It was bullshit. It was garbage. Oh my God, it should burn. It should burn. There's a lot of fire and brimstone. And what has been brought to me is that that can put people off. You know, if I'm like, hey, I thought this was shit. Don't watch it. I don't think I'm ever like that. I hope. Um, anyway... In the vein of watching Netflix, Netflix Originals, uh, Netflix movies, I find Netflix movies to be very hit and miss. Um, 
and in oft it's very it feels very much like if you've got three Netflix original movies that you are interested in, one of them will be good, the other two will not. Um, for example, I watched Extraction. Thoroughly enjoyed that film. That film was really good. Um, I watched Twelve Strong. And the reason being is that I saw a trailer for it and it looked alright. Now I'm going to say this now. Not a great subject for me. Around 9-11. I... It it might have been said previously that I may enjoy the odd conspiracy theory. And one of those particular conspiracy theories that I was a big believer in was possibly the conspiracy that 9-11 was an inside job. So not a great subject matter because it was about 9-11 happened and then America fights back and they send 12 soldiers who essentially end up on horseback into Afghanistan to kind of exact revenge, but they're basically going to go and take out the Taliban, um, I think. So, not a great subject matter for me personally. Chris Helmsworth, you know, from Extraction, and I don't know, I think he was in some other films. Uh, and another Marvel alum, um, he, he will always be known as the guy from Ant-Man. There you go. You already know who I'm talking about. A um, little bit of poor casting, if you ask me, because immediately, the moment he's in anything, you're like, oh, this is going to be funny, because, you know, he's a comedy actor. He's comedy relief in films that are often quite funny. Things like that. Um, but this film was serious. Real serious. Um, <clears throat> 12 Strong. Um, my personal opinion of this film is I didn't enjoy it. I found it to be incredibly boring. Very dull. And this is this is where the problem comes in because I've got a lot to say about this and none of it is positive. This film was borderline offensive to me. Um, and now I don't I I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. What I'm supposed to say I'm supposed to say the what I think because it's my review. But then somebody else is going to be like, I thought it was a great film. Anyway, I have to tell you something. So here we go. Every, oh man, every line in that film was a cliche. It was all oorah bullshit. And I don't mean that from a military sense. I mean, up the America and yeah, America and America, fuck yeah. Every line. And I don't mean that they were like, well, we're America, we're the best country in the world. I mean, it was just... Stop thinking up here. Start thinking in here. And I'm pointing to my head and my chest. 
by the way, because you can't see me. There you go. Don't don't be a soldier. Be a warrior. That is an actual line from that film. I think. Um, Chris Helmsworth was cast as a character. These, these were some of the things that I, I struggled with. Chris Helmsworth is Australian, cast as an American. So he's doing an American accent, which is very obvious. Cast an American in that role. How difficult is it? I'm sure there's millions of them that you could have put in that role. Then, like I said, we've got the casting with the guy from Ant-Man, the... I don't know, Mexican, Spanish, Mexican, I don't know. Um, so I'm like, oh, he's, he's going to be funny. Nope. A little bit. A little bit funny. But it's a serious film. William Fincher was in it. Um, he had a shaved head and a weird ear. All I could do the whole time he was on screen was look at his ear and go, what's going on with his ear? It's weird. There was another guy, like his, I don't know, right-hand man. He's a comedy actor. All stuff like that. It's like, oh, is he? when's he going to say something funny? And, yeah, it was... You know, that's like the start of the film. And there's, there's, there's some part of the story where Chris Helmsworth's character has never been <coughs> in battle, but he's a captain, and he's there, there's the, the, the captain of their squad, but he's, he's a desk, he's going to be behind a desk now. And, uh, uh, honestly, for a large part, a large majority of this film, I really didn't have a clue what was going on. Which, you know, that's a lot a lot to do with probably my intelligence but i just felt like it was just people saying cliche after cliche after cliche and the film was moving forward and i was like anytime you want to tell me what's going on cool there was this thing about they were in this area there's like they're up in in the mountains and down below was a village and it felt like they were there for an hour and a half of a two and a half hour film I don't even think it was two and a half hours <coughs> it was dull um, it, it was it was boring It for the whole it, I, I was saying earlier that to me it had the stormtrooper thing so if you're a bad guy in the movie you can't shoot for shit Correct me if I'm wrong, but if a guy is on a horse riding straight at you, is that not like a big fuck-off target? They couldn't shoot for shit. If you're a good guy in the movie, <laughs> good for you. You can fire one bullet with your eyes closed, hit three guys. Because you can, you can do that because you're a good guy. It... Yeah, it... It was kind of one of those... For me, personally, everything that could have been wrong was wrong. It was... Uh, there was bad casting. It was... They, they stayed in this, this area too long. The scenery was like... I imagine that they just had this one bit of a canyon to work with. And they milked the shit out of it. Uh, the... You know... 
the the cliche lines were what was the word. It was every line. It was cliche after cliche after cliche. It it was bad. In my opinion, I did not. I did not enjoy that film at all, as you might be able to guess. And here's the thing. For me, for me, that's where I am with that film. I wouldn't watch it again. Unless somebody comes back to me now and goes, you know, you completely missed the point of that film. I might have to go back and watch it again. I don't know. Um, What I will say is this. The end of the film, because at the start it was like, this is based on true events. And I'm like, yeah, we know what that means. It's loosely based on true events. Um, You know, Hollywood always beefs stuff up. At the end, there was loads of stuff saying, you know, it happened. Twelve guys went in on horses and and sorted it out. It took them three weeks. (coughs) (coughs) This three-week timescale was very important through the film. Then it was like, you never hear about them, they're unsung heroes. That film was there to highlight their part of the whole process. I'm like, yeah, you know, again, I have my opinions about that war, let's face it, you know, that war is essentially still going on now. If you want to call it a war, that's, that's your choice. Um... And then there was this thing about there being a statue of a guy on a horse at the where where the World Trade Center was, and I'm like, okay, you know, fair enough. That that's highlighting their role in it. So you know, the true events. That's that. As a film, not for me. As a film, it didn't work for me. As a film, it was all over the shop. Didn't make a lot of sense. And ultimately, I was I was bored watching it. Um, which, you know, we're here for entertainment, and it wasn't entertaining. That's kind of where I'm coming from. If you want to sit down and watch a movie that's... Oh, that was the other thing. I felt it was outdated. 9-11 was 19 years ago. And I get that we have to let people grieve and move on and then we can talk about it and probably make a movie about it but i also feel that ship has sailed and it's probably quite out of date now again my opinion if you're looking for something you know you like uh a war movie um you like the idea of 12 men on horses going up against you know an entire army it could be the film for you um end of the day, with any review, you make your own mind up. You know, just to spite me, you should watch it and enjoy it. How about that? Mmm. Goddamn. That is some good cold coffee. Um, I've only been playing one game. Shocker. Um... So, uh, I'm still playing Divinity, but I am at the end. Uh, I know this. 
thanks to the walkthrough. That's about the only thanks the walkthrough is going to get. I'll come to that. Um, I'm at the end of Divinity. Uh, Divinity 2, Original Sin, Deluxe Edition. Um, however, that is not true. Uh, I reached the end. I reached the last bit. Uh, I read in the, I read the walkthrough and it was like, get, brace yourself, this is going to take a really long time and it's going to be really tough. And I'm like, cool! Uh, I did a fight before the last bit and the game was like, you're not ready for the last bit. Let me, de let me demonstrate by giving you this fight, which the walkthrough and internet in general is like, this is easy. Uh, so I lost an hour and a half of my life to that fight. One walkthrough and one YouTube video later, I finally managed to do it. So the plan is, I saved it there. I'm going to leave the area I'm in and go off and do all the side missions that I haven't done on the island that I'm on. I know what you're thinking. Should have probably done those before going to the end. I agree, but I was kind of a bit like, uh, let's just, you know, skip to the end kind of thing. That was the wrong idea, and the game has smacked my bottom for thinking it. Ultimately, I'm hoping to have this game finished in the next few days. I don't know how long all of this is going to take. I've been playing this game for six weeks, um, a month, something like that. And if I'm honest, there is a very, very, very high chance that I will finish it and start it again immediately. I feel that there's like an entire game's worth of stuff that I've probably missed, certainly at the start of that game. Um, so yeah, something I did want to comment on is the walkthrough I've been using through all this has been incredibly helpful right up to the end. And the walkthrough is basically gone, you get this now, don't you? We don't need to be we don't, we don't need to be descriptive. We don't need to uh, give you the right answers to the puzzles. We don't need to tell you really what to do now. You get it, don't you? Not really the idea of a walkthrough. There was the bit where I was trying to complete a puzzle, and I kept looking at the walkthrough, doing what the walkthrough said, and the guy's just like, nope, that's wrong. I'm like, cool. It took me, like, four attempts to realise that it didn't even sound right. So I was like, okay, let's have a different go, and let's see if I can work it out myself. Managed to do it. Walkthrough was wrong. Which is awesome. Um, I'm going to do a big review of this game um, when I finish it. Uh, and I'm going to be talking about it on another podcast uh, coming soon. Probably sooner than this one. Ironic. Um, yeah, because I'm getting to the end, I don't, I don't feel I want to start reviewing. Because it could turn... I was tearing my hair out doing that, that battle that I was doing last night. Um, like, proper tearing my hair out of that. So, it's got the opportunity right at the end to shaft me. And I know that. I know that's a possibility. So, we'll see. Uh, VR-wise, <clears throat> it's all it's all thrill of the fight for me, kids. Uh, boxing is part of my workout routine um what i will say is my eldest had a go on uh, a game called moss which is um 
you don't play as it's a, a VR game. Uh, you don't play as a mouse. You <clears throat> you kind of do. You kind of like directing the mouse whilst moving it. Um, one of those things. A little bit out of her capabilities because it's 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 got platforms in and um, she's not quite at a level yet where she can understand um, like jumping and moving at the same time. Uh, what I will say is this: I had a go. She was like, "Can you do this bit?" And I'm going to run to the toilet. Like, mm, yeah, okay, um, I'll do this bit for you. I had a go, and it <laughs> it was tough. I kept falling off and having to go all the way back around this bit. Uh, I was kind of glad that she wasn't there to see the fact that I was struggling with it. Um, fun little game. Really, be it's a beautiful game. Um, bit more. Uh, Probably needs a bit. And it's a sitting down game. It's a VR game where you sit down, and it's like a, it tells you it's not not like you have the option. It's like this game is sitting down. Uh, make sure where you're sitting, there's plenty of space. Um, definitely something to revisit. Uh, played a little bit of Pistol Whip the other day, uh, just because I think I'd sort of been. But I'd done the boxing, but I kind of wanted a bit of something else, so I did a bit of pistol whip. Um, so yeah, that's all. That's all the VR stuff. Um, by this point in time, you probably, you know, I've already worked out today. Um, I had a couple of runs around Saturday morning, around uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, I keep sort of saying I need to move to. Um, making that a daily thing. Uh, not thrilled by the idea, but I am nearly at the point where I can run a mile without stopping. Uh, the other day I stopped twice on my route, which is a mile, and I maybe walked, uh, I don't know, 20, 30 yards on one of the stops and a little bit more on the second stop because there was a lady with a dog um, so barring I don't know 100 yards maybe um, I nearly ran a mile so that's that that's one of those um, you know I used to run three and a half nearly four miles every day and uh you know, I've previously done 10Ks and stuff. So saying, oh, I can nearly run a mile. Meh. But it's better than not. Um, and like I say, I have, I've got these, these two points in time where I sort of, I can definitely do it. There are, um, there are other points that I would like to be doing it. Um, just, you know, just to get, to get, get it, get her done. Um, working out five times a week. Uh, I've increased the number of press-ups I'm doing, increased the number of kettlebell reps I'm doing. Um, <clears throat> I am doing doing the weights and doing all that. Um, there have been points where I really haven't wanted to and I've very much been kind of like, I've just got to get through this exercise and the next one and then I cannot do this anymore. 
sort of thing. Those days are the worst. Um, and then there have been days, very much weirdly, like today, I needed to go and work out today. I absolutely had to go and work out for a multitude of reasons. Um, and I felt a million, a million percent better for it. Um, pardon me. It was absolutely the right thing to do. So there are those days, you know, you, you get days where you don't want to do it. And you get days where you do want to do it. And then you get all the days in the middle where you just do it. <sighs> you know, I'd like to say that there are more days when I want to do it than not. But I, I don't know. I don't think I can say that at the moment. Um, I have a feeling over the next couple of weeks there's going to be um, a lot more days where I want to do it or more like I need to do it um, so yeah uh, I'm not going to let this lockdown beat me um, I have had an email from the gym saying that they are looking at reopening a um, couple of months away um, but there are questions around whether I will return to the gym um, I've said Quite a, quite a lot I have said I really would need to um, to look at my home setup um, ideally there'd be a couple of items I'd like to get um, but you know we'll see so there we go uh, let me know what you think to uh, to this version of the podcast you might not think it's all that different to previous versions um, you might be missing me wittering on about the day-to-day -day stuff. Who knows? Hey, how about this? If you've seen 12 Strong, give me a shout on what you thought to it. And let's see how close my review is to yours. Uh, so yeah, that's that. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for sticking with me. Uh, until next week, I'll say bye. I'll see you then. So there you go, what do you think of that? Another one done, another one gone, another week gone, another week of, well, whatever. YouTube watchers, make sure you YouTube subscribers click for notifications so you get updated when the uh, next available video is, and uh, get a friend to do the same. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there, send us some form of love, whether it's email, social media, or just a big kiss on the screen. So there we go, that's this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye!